Even in all, uh, this is the One Was Ever Dream podcast. This is the Sunday debrief. I am your host, Lee Finch. We will be discussing everything Wimbledon. The 1-0 defeat to Doncaster yesterday. The manner of the defeat. Uh, the way we played. How we played. The substitutions. Fans' reaction inside the stadium. Uh, also be discussing, and I'll ask the question because I've had a few people tell me I'm, I'm incorrect. A few people tell me they agree with me. But is there still a disconnect between the fans and the club? Uh, some of the stuff I saw yesterday, I've been in a bit of a Guinness coma all day today. Uh, I went up to Doncaster yesterday. It was a hefty session. Doncaster's a good little town if you haven't been there for bars uh, and pubs and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, nearly never made it to the game because we sat in a pub too long. Decided we were going to go to the game and got there a bit late. Stewards were spot on, got a ticket, got in. As we got out of our cab, uh, Wimbledon went 1-0 down. Uh, and that was the only goal of the game. So I missed the only goal of the game. And then what I watched uh, when I got into the game was uh, one of the worst performances I've ever seen uh, from a AFC Wimbledon, Wimbledon FC team. Uh, as normal, if you have anything you want to say regarding yesterday's game, anything else you want to say with what I've just said regarding the disconnect, regarding the substitutions, Johnny Jackson, the, the players that we have at the moment, press that speak button. Come and get involved. It only it only works when people are having an opinion and speaking. We are the only place that gives fans a voice. So if you've got anything you want to say, if you if you want to come on and say anything, then do. Any uh, opinion is welcomed. If you agree with me, if you disagree with me, come on and debate, and that's what it's all about. But yeah, we'll start with yesterday's game. So we started with a batting goal. Curry left back, Ogundir right back, Pierce and Brown uh, the centre backs. A four across the midfield of uh, Tilly on one wing, Curtis on the other wing, and uh, Reeves and Little. Uh, and then it was Bugle as a number 10 with uh, Josh Kelly up front. Uh, as I said, I missed the Doncaster goal. Unfortunately, I got into the ground uh, a bit late, missed the goal. Uh, but yeah, other than that, the first half that I witnessed was the worst first. I don't know what we were trying to do. Uh, during the week, me and Danny said on the podcast, we needed to be brave with our formation. We needed to be brave with our tactics. I don't think we were brave at all with what we went with. Uh, Tilly and Curtis, for me, were, were very, very poor on both wings. Bugle had a bad game. Uh, I think McDoor uh, has done his scores on the doors, and I don't think he scores anyone over five and a half. He said Jack Curry got lucky to get above a three. Uh, he got a five and a half because second half he was better, but he was going to score him a three. Don't know what happened to Jack Curry yesterday, but yeah, he was horrendous yesterday for me. Uh, we know what's going to happen with uh, our centre-backs when you're playing Brown and Pierce, And I know people are going to say, well, who do you pick as the centre-backs when you're missing? At, we're missing our two best centre-backs. Lewis and Johnson are both injured. No idea when they're going to come back because the club don't tell us that information. Uh, Paul Callumbay, uh, we found out after the game yesterday, obviously he was ill, so he couldn't play. Ethan Sutcliffe is on loan. Uh, I'm not sure we have a right to recall. I know people keep saying recall Ethan Sutcliffe, but I'm not sure if we even have that right to do that because obviously I don't know if in non-league it works the same as in the league, but in the league, uh, obviously we, Alex Bass it went past the deadline for them to recall him. And that's why he stayed with us for the season. But yeah, with Pearson Brown at the back, they're they too deep. They can't pass the ball. Brown has been excellent in the last few weeks, to be fair, before yesterday. But then when you put an aging Alex Pierce next to him, it was just like the, the ball was a hot cake and they couldn't wait to get rid of it. And they were just playing aimless long balls up to uh, Kelly. I feel really sorry for Josh Kelly at the moment. Uh, he's working hard. He looks a decent striker for me. I know he's not scoring goals and some people might disagree. But he looks decent to me. Uh, but he's not getting any service from our players at all, from the wide men, from our attacking midfielders. He's not getting any service. He's trying to make it work. We also got to remember that he is not Ali Al-Hamadi. Al Ali Al-Hamadi was a totally different player and has shown now how badly he, he, what he done for Johnny Jackson to keep Johnny Jackson in a job and give him a two-year extension. Again, if you want to speak, 
if you've got anything you want to say regarding yesterday's game, please press that speak button because at the moment I'm just talking to myself. So I'm expecting people to come on and have a say because there are uh, usually some voices, mainly in my, my DMs, telling me I'm, uh, I slander the club and like, I'm negative and stuff. So I'm expecting people to come on and actually uh, debate with me and, and, and tell me I'm wrong or I'm, I'm correct. George Brown, first one on. How are you doing, George? Thanks for saving me there. No worries. How are we doing, Lee? All good? I, I'm struggling a bit, mate, but that's, as I said, I must have drunk about 50 pints of Guinness yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, got back to London and was sick in the toilet just as we were forward pulling into London. So, not my best best time, but it did sort me out a little bit. So, how are you anyway? You good? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, results aren't great at the moment. It's a bit of a depressing time, but... Um... Yeah, I just wanted to say on yesterday, on the goal, that was the first time I've seen Alex Pierce like trust his legs. I know that sounds stupid. Normally, he makes the right decision in terms of he'll back off because he knows his legs aren't there. Yesterday, he went charging into midfield about 25 seconds late and then just got completely spun. And I thought, what are you doing, Pierce? Normally, you just back off. Like when we played um, Stockport, I don't know if anyone remembers, he just backed off Louis Barry for an hour or, or however long he played. I thought he was going to do that and he just got spun. And then, I mean, Lee Brown's not tracking a man, but Lee Brown's not a centre-back. So again, you can't get too angry at him. But you just look at that and you go, right, so we're playing two centre-backs who can't can't trust their legs. One of them's not a centre-back, the other one's too old. And we're playing 4-4-2. I mean, we're not giving them much protection because Reeves and Little have to cover so much ground. You'd think if in the week Jackson goes, right, we have two old centre-backs who can't cover ground, they'll need protection, right, let's put an extra midfielder in there, central midfielder in there, really sort of be solid away from home and sort of go on the counter-attack. But it just seems like Jackson went, no, we play 4-4-2, this is what we do. And it just it just really, really backfired for 90 minutes. I mean, don't even get me started on the style of play. I know people will say on here, oh, what style of play? But, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, agree. I think, uh, as I said, me and Danny said during the week, we come up with a couple of formations uh, I know people are scared of three-five-two and stuff, and probably rightly to be to be scared of that formation because of what happened with us in the past. But if you've got two holding centre backs, two holding, not holding, two holding centre backs, you have to change it around a bit. And again, we just totally miss out our midfield. We totally miss out the two best passers that we've got in Little and Reese, two people that can play the ball through and stuff. And Little just to me looks dejected at the moment, and we're hoping that he's going to sign a new contract. He just looks done in. He looks like like some of them do look like they've given up already. And it, it, it's a shame. But I'll ask, I'll ask Jonathan and then John what they think of yesterday's game before. But I'll put a question out. And if anyone wants to speak or send a comment, are we being a little bit overreaction with regards to the amount of injuries that we have had? We've lost Lewis Johnson and we lost Rees for a number of games. Are we, are we overreacting a little bit with regards to the results we're getting and, and, the, and, and how we're playing? Or is it Johnny Jackson, we have enough in this squad to, to, to beat teams like Doncaster. But Jonathan, how are you? You good? Um, I'm brilliant. Thanks for asking. Um, but I think, yeah, we're overreacting for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. The last four have been very poor. Um, you know, uh, to get one point out of four on teams that, you know, are beatable in a lot of ways is, is not good. But... W- w- you know, okay, so let's say we did play three in the back and did a three-five. Who would have played in the back? I mean, you know, I because you, you, Johnson's out, Lewis is out, Balmer's out, Columbaye was sick. Maybe I, I, I'll trust Johnny Jackson at his word that Columbaye's sick. So who would you have had back there, and would that have made any difference? I mean, I. I look. I, I'm I'm not gonna make excuses because the performance was poor, but you know when when we you know we're trying to break in a new striker and our two best center backs are out and our replacement center back is out. I you know what what options were there and and I know that we'll get into the substitutions later but, and, and they did not work out. And obviously, you know, in hindsight, they looked really stupid, but you know, how many times have we gotten on here and complained about JJ not making any changes, not taking any chances and sticking with a preconceived notion of something. Yeah. Playing the people up front, you know, 
thinking that Neufel is, is all of a sudden a striker after not seeing much action for a long time and then bringing in Gordon. Yeah, I can see how those moves in hindsight didn't make a lot of sense, but at least he tried something. And more often than not, we have complained that JJ doesn't try anything. So which is it? Are we going to complain that he he sticks to his ways too much or that when he does try something and it doesn't work, that that's not acceptable? I, I am not apologizing for anybody because the, the last four games we've looked like total shit. Um, and if we're going to, if we're going to save this season at all, they've got to play with purpose and direction and we've got to take chances and we have to be successful in those chances. But I also think that there is kind of a big overreaction considering that we lost Ali Alhamidi and we are down our, all of the best of our, our center backs I, it's it's difficult for me to say that all of a sudden JJ's an idiot. I, I think he's dealing with with a, with a really lousy hand that even the best managers would have, would struggle with. Thank you no, for I, giving I, thank you for giving me so much time. That's fine. So I, I tend to agree with a little bit regards to that because yeah, I think you're right regarding centre backs. We we've, we've lost our two best centre backs. The lone centre back that we've come in is now injured. Paul Callum by then gets ill. I said, Ethan Sutcliffe's currently on loan. I know people are saying he should be called, but again, we don't know if that's an option. Uh, but I just still think we should be able to mix it up and be better. Uh, the performance yesterday, I said, was the worst I've ever seen. Uh, and the subs in the last two games, Crawley and yesterday, were just battling to me. And I said, we'll come on to them later. George, before I come back to you, because I know you want to, you, you're putting your hand up, but John did want to speak. So I'll go to John G first, and then we'll come back to you, George. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, all good, John. Yeah, good stuff. Good evening, everybody. Um, I think it's about expectations. I mean, me, I, I never thought we'd make the playoffs, but I did think with Ali and Lemon, who I think has made a big difference. I mean, people about Ali going, but Lemon's been a big miss as well for us. I thought we had possibly a top seven, 11, but I never thought we had a squad, a playoff squad. And that's what's been shown now. I mean, we haven't got a top seven budget. Um, but I've got to say, you know, yesterday's result, I mean, I don't think there's no reaction. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not sort of impart you know, impartial, but yesterday I was at the end giving it some because that result has been coming. You know, we've been such a much improved team this year. We've been competitive. We've been cohesive. We had a style of play. And now we're in a slump. Um, and, and basically the slump resulted in yesterday's, let's be honest, a total shit show. But we have been getting worse. You know, we've scored four times in the last 12 away games. And we've won two of the last 12 games. Yes, we're unlucky at Wrexham, but that's about it. And some of the other interviews I hear, we know we've been unlucky here. And I think, no, we haven't. I mean, actually, Accrington was away was bad enough. But, you know, when a team scores against us, I mean, when we score first, evidently, in the last 16 times we've scored first, we've won 15, drawn one. When the other team scores first, we go into clueless hoofball. Um, and they scored in the third minute. Yes, we had 87 minutes to put something together. And we never laid a glove on them. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think... I'm worried we're in a slump. I think, you know, we can, you can get out of a slump. And I think Saturday's game is a different animal. And hopefully that can be sort of, you know, a, you know, a turning point. We've got four of the next five at home. But I don't think we can hide up. I mean, yesterday's was a shit show. And I've got to say, the signs we've had in in January, um, Kelly, I totally agree with you. I think he's good. He's got the man of a good striker. But you might as well stick me up there if you're going to play hoofball. If you're going to play hoofball and hoof it over his head, we've got to slot him in. Um, so he's wasting his time. I think Gordon, I think, you know, looks poor. I think Atkinson, when he came off, it was a bit too cold for him when he came off. Um, he seems to lack confidence. I mean, yesterday when he came on, he had to fall back one-on-one -on -one three times and never once tried to run him. Um, Curtis doesn't look fit. I mean, yeah, he's a bit of a luxury. He doesn't move. Um, and, you know, I mean, if he gets fit, he's a class act. But yesterday, he was like playing with 10 men. And again, we've also got, I think you mentioned, we've got, we've got injuries and we've got players like Tilly and little that now are out of form. Um, and this is where I think JJ earns his corn. Um, you know, four of our next five games at home. So I'm hopeful. But yeah, I'm worried. And I think yesterday's, you know, yesterday's action was just right. It was so poor and it had been coming. Those of us who went to action away, you know, we had the, oh, well, they had two good shots on target and two great goals. Yeah, but we did nothing in 90 minutes. <laughs> and I think, you know, we've got to stop making excuses and that thing. And I think, you know, so I sit on the, yeah, like I never thought we'd make the playoffs. But I do want us to be competitive. And I think, you know, I think and we've got to shape up. And this next week's a big week for the management team. No, I, I agree. I, the part I don't agree with, I think expectations change as the season's gone on. And I think that's every season, every every football fan has that. Because 
at the start of the season, everyone wanted just a bit of improvement because we were so poor last year. We finished 20th, four, four leagues above uh, the bottom of the, the football pyramid. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, 12th, 13th, we'll take that. But as the season's gone on and you're looking at the squad that we have, with this squad, I think it's a, easily a playoff squad. We should be amongst them playoffs, easy. I know people say, look at the league. From us to 16th now, there's only, what, one, two points in it. My thing yesterday with the reaction, I think it's kind of justified. But my my problem I had yesterday with the reaction was some of the songs that we were singing to the team, uh, to Jackson making subs, singing You Don't Know What You're Doing, booing the Josh Kelly sub. I, I just don't think, as I said, and this is why I've said before, is there a disconnect because... That doesn't, that's, not a t- that's not a fan and club being as one. And you're not going to get your players playing well if you're singing you don't know what you're doing to so the manager, booing at half-time. I know it's bad, but we were yesterday before the game, one point off the playoffs. We could still make the playoffs and we've got a massive game on Saturday where everyone will be behind the team. But I don't know if we'll be behind the team or it's the fact that we hate them so much that we're going to be making it a cauldron from them. But again, we've got this whole week before that game and the club will say absolutely nothing about it. Someone uh, sent a thing earlier about the comms. The comms is so bad now. There's, we don't know where. Where's, we're talking about the squad. We don't know where McLean. What, McLean was there yesterday. He was part of the, 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 the whole squad of going up there and training before the game and warming up. Sasu, where's Sasu gone? Because Sasu was doing all right. Then he's just disappeared again. Where is Morgan Williams? No one knows where Morgan Williams has gone. Do you know what I mean? As you said, Little's out of form. But we've got a kid there who, against Chelsea, was one of the best players on the park. They've no, I agree. Got I, mean, t- I mean, t- I, mean t- well, I agree the song yesterday, I think, you know, don't help. But I wasn't, I wasn't sort of referring to it. I just think the fans, generally, the fans came out yesterday. There was real anger how we played. Um, yes. The songs don't help. But I've never, ever heard us sing, you don't know what you're doing to the manager. For years, I can't remember the last time we sung it. So that was a real out the bolt from the blue. And it didn't, yeah. it, and so it was a bit of a shock. Um, but I wasn't surprised. I mean, I didn't sing it, but I didn't, people who talk to their opinions, you think it's your opinion, you know, you've travelled all this way and we're getting served up this. And if you went to Accrington as well, it was very similar. It's been getting worse away from home. So, no, I don't totally agree with that. I think yeah, that, that doesn't help. And we've got to be united, and, I, and Saturday in particular. Um, and it's funny you say it, Lee, because, you know, I'm a, I think I'm a schizophrenic, pessimist, folk optimist. So one day I'm very pessimistic, and the next day I'm very optimistic. And I think when I say I never thought we'd make the playoffs, of course I hope it, um, and I hope it. But in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, 12's okay. I do think we've been a little bit, you know, I think it's such a tight division. And then you mentioned, you know, Crawley are now eighth, which is amazing. Um, but also, I think Barrow in freefall. So there could be two spots up for grabs. Um, so I'm always an optimist, but I must say, you know, um, Yesterday, you know, you just think we. I did, didn't recognise the team from the from the stuff from made ten, fifteen games ago, but I wasn't surprised because we've been we've been moving into that slump. Crawley, they scored first. Once they score, we, I don't know what we revert to. We literally lack leadership once we go behind. So yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I agree. The song yesterday were, yeah, but you know, fans are their opinion. No one's singing, but I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that every fan is entitled to their opinion. And what people say, they can say, I'm not going to turn around to someone and say, you, you shouldn't be moaning, you shouldn't be saying that, because, again, I think we're all fans are very fickle. One minute we're best. Uh, when we were doing really well, teams were coming out and saying, oh, we haven't performed, when actually we were stopping teams performing. We're at the moment, Accrington, Morecambe, Crawley and Doncaster, I've not seen everything, anything from in, any of them teams where I thought, yeah, they're miles better than us. We've just been very, very poor. Accrington, they scored two two goals. And I know people say Ali's left, uh, Lemony Evans has left as well. But we have got the team, we have got the players. And I just think, yeah, we Jackson needs to be better as a manager. George, the you thing to say, Lee, I think, is um, oh, their centre-back yesterday was 37. <laughs> so I know ours were aging. He was 37. I thought he had a really good game. And, our, and yeah. even though we've lost our centre-backs, our main problem is going forward, um, yeah. which is puzzling. Yeah. George, you will need to come back to Jonathan. And then I'm going to go to Kevin, who's just come on to speak. The issue I have with, with JJ is there's no identity about this team. It's long balls into channels. Even under Ali, it was long balls into channels and sort of expecting Ali, who was the best striker in the league at the time, to make something. And he did a lot of the time. The issue is now we don't have a player. You know, before Jackson was lucky, he had Ayub, who again was arguably the be- one of the better players in the division this time last year, or sorry, whenever it was. Um, 
there's no identity behind how we play. We can't revert back to anything because it's just long balls. You look how Crawley played. A lot of the time, there was a pattern behind where they moved the ball. There, Kelly had the ball at the bottom of midfield. Then there were a few passes and they found the spare man. We can't do that. We can knock the ball around for five minutes at best. And that's just sideways, sideways, sideways. Oh, let's play a long diag up to Omar. We're not good enough. We're not good enough at actually unlocking teams. And that's a JJ issue. He's been here two years now, right? The what's the, the franchise manager, Williamson, all right? He's got better players, I'll admit. He's been there, what, three, four months? And they play a style of football. They move the ball in a certain way. Jackson's been here nearly two years and he's not actually put anything in place. Albeit last year he had some bad players, but he had a whole preseason to actually put us in a in a style of play and an identity. You know, he's got midfielders like Jake Reeves, Armani Little, who in the right system, in the right formation, can be like top, top league two players. All right. But 4-4-2, again, I'll come back to it. None of the top seven teams play 4-4-2. No one got promoted last year playing 4-4-2. No one's going to get promoted this year playing 4-4-2. So it's just things like this where Jackson isn't showing he's good enough. He's just not showing he's good enough. He's not showing that he can sort of play play possession-based at home when we need to dominate the ball. You know, even the victory the other day against Barrow, I don't want to be revisionist about it. We, we weren't very good. You know, we, we, for, we were good going forward for, what, five, ten minutes, one, two, nil. We were solid, but we didn't dominate the ball. We didn't do things where you think that's a repeatable performance, if that makes sense. So, for me, you know, Jackson, across the, this this season, he's had a top ten squad. Right? I don't think many people can disagree with that. He had the best striker in the league for the first four months of the season. You know, he's still got a very good striker. He's got a top ten squad. If he doesn't deliver 10th, 11th, 12th at worst, that's a failure then he's got back-to-back seasons of failures and, and we've given him a two-year contract. So the issue I have, Jonathan, is not, yeah, we played badly, yes, we had some injuries, I get that, but there's no repeatable style of play where you go, okay, yeah, we lost, but at least we moved the ball, we did this. That, that There's just nothing there where you go, that's repeatable, that's repeatable. Do you know what I mean? There's no linear sort of progress that I see where I can go, yeah, I, I like that sort of thing, if that makes sense. No, I, yeah, I, I agree, but, you know, he's given us a Wimbledon team to be proud of, so... Shouldn't mind too much, George. Uh, oh, but uh, that, that yeah. honestly, if I keep hearing that, it's, it's 2024, right? Let, what, why do we need to sort of play like Fashion who did? I, I, you know, I wasn't alive for him, and I'm sure he was a great player, but that was a different fucking era of football. It, do you know what I mean? We, we've got to move on from this whole 4-4-2 long ball football because you just don't get promoted. Play, I'm, it's just statistically, you don't get promoted play, playing that way. To be fair, I, I, I'm only saying a woman seems to be proud of because... This is nothing, uh, the AFC Wimbledon teams that we're proud of, the Wimbledon FC teams we're proud of, this is nowhere near it. These players are nowhere near it. And the fact that they come out of that, and as I said, I asked a question the other week about the disconnect and I got shot down by a few people. Uh, I, I just, As I said, fans are singing, you don't know what you're doing to the manager after we've just given him a two-year deal. Uh, we've just, we're still two points away from the playoffs. It's just the fact, that I think, I agree with you, the performances are horrendous. Uh, we have no style of play. And every, and people can see what's happening, and we're not even professional managers. Do you know what I mean? And we're just amateur football fans who have watched football our whole lives, and that's it, really. Uh, Jonathan, I know you want to go back to George, but we have to quickly go back to George, Jonathan, and then I'll go to Kevin, and then Don's vlogs. Jonathan, quickly go back to George. I uh, I just wanted to mention that you know I remember a lot of debriefs, uh, you know, at the beginning of last season where we criticized the hell out of JJ for playing three in the back, for trying to do, to play out from the back, to do too much passing and saying, this is league two, you just got a long ball it. And, you know, I, I, I remember that very distinctly. Now, if I've suffered some brain damage and I'm not remembering that correctly, please, please uh, correct me. But it, it, it feels like back then when we were playing three, five, two, uh, that that we were criticizing JJ that that didn't work in League Two that he was trying to do League One or above stuff and was getting too fancy and we just needed to chuck the ball down the the field and and try to make something happen so it, it feels to me like at some level we are now calling for the thing that we were all criticizing a year and a half ago. No, I, I tend to I, I get what you're saying because that's correct, but there is a way of playing like you go direct. But you go direct when you've got the players to do it. So we had Ali Hawamadi, we had Google, do you know what I mean? Then you go direct that way. We're trying to play the exact same way as we did with Ali, but with Josh Kelly, who's a totally different striker. Can I, I mean? quickly say as well, sorry, Lee, okay. JJ was just passing for the sake of passing. 
there was no movement forward. We weren't going deep. We weren't having a ball playing midfielder sit deep and pass through the lines. It was literally just pass to the centre back. He passes the left centre back. Give it to Jack Curry. Hope he does something. That that's not passing with a purpose. Yeah, I mean, I could rock up on Monday morning and tell the lads, look, lads, pass around the ball for ninety minutes. But what he actually needs to do is put a style of play where it's passing for a reason, and that also means going long at some points. You know, you can't always do it, but. JJ hasn't been able to coach a team to play effective football besides a couple of months. Do you know what I mean? A couple of months where it's been solid and feed off scraps because we've had a great striker. Has he actually coached the side to be better? That's what I want to know. Has he improved any players where you go, yeah, he's much better? You know, obviously Ali, but has he improved a side with a group of individuals and outperformed them, if that makes sense? You know, you've got Pete Wilde at Barrow, who's made a side better. You've got managers in the sort of top half. Scott Lindsay at Crawley's doing an unbelievable job making a very average side look very good. You know, mm. John Coleman at Accrington, same sort of thing. Jackson has not made a team look better. I'm sorry. There's just, you can't ever say he's actually made a team improve rather than just get them to play to their level, if that makes sense. No, and I think John John G, who came a bit earlier, came on and said, this is where Johnny Jackson now earns his, his money, is the fact that you, you know that you're going to get injuries for a season in League Two. You know you're going to miss players. I know we've had probably a lot of injuries at once. And we've... But we went and sold Ali. We didn't have to sell Ali now. We went and sold him. So we've gone, right, we can do without Ali because we're going to get Josh Kelly in. Uh, these things happen. You have a squad for it. And as I said, where is McLean? Where is Sasu? Where's Morgan Williams? You're looking at our bench and thinking, please don't bring Pell on. He's literally going to offer us nothing if he comes on. We've brought John Joe in, who can play centre-back, who has literally, and it ain't his fault, he's literally done nothing because he's not getting any minutes. I, ball, he plays well one game, then he plays really bad the next game because he hasn't had a run of games because he can't get. Do you know what I mean? Jackson plays him defensive midfielder, attacking midfielder. Do you know what I mean? He's all over the place. I, that's where I think George is right with that is that the fact that he can't coach these players to be better. And when we do have a bit of adversity, we don't, we can't get out of it. And it's the same as last year, the year before that. And we, I think someone said, what is it? We won one in nine games, I think it is now, or something silly. I can't remember the actual figure but right i better go on because we've got lots of people that want to chat if you do want to speak press the speak button there's loads of uh, uh people that do so uh kevin uh come to you and then i'll go to don's vlogs good evening mate you know, i hope you're all good could hear you back um i weren't there yesterday but i did watch it um i i have a you know i have a feeling that you know if you pay your money you you're open to say what you want you know and the fact that they it was an away game and the fans have done what they've done, I think says a lot um, for how people feel. You know, if that was at home, it's a totally different crowd. We all know that the hardcore go away, and when they, you know, react like that, then you know there's a there's a problem. Um, I'm not sure about, you know, we've had, we, we've been a shamble for the last four or five games because we're playing this fucking pathetic long ball stuff. Um the problem is, it's all caused by the back four, isn't it? You know, the, the, they sit too deep. Pierce's one thing that he can do is he gets the ball and looks to punt it forward. The problem with that is then the midfield sit, so, sit too deep and you just get this big void in the middle. So I, up until that point, you know what? I, I think we've played some good football this year. So I don't think he's done bad. I'm not Jackson's big fan, but I don't think he's done too bad up to this point. I just can't make out what's what's changed and and whether he's you know decided to play this way or almost like they they've fucking gone rogue and gone on their own and decided to do their own thing. You know, it's it's very baffling, very very baffling to me. But it it just seems to all gone a shit, doesn't it? Yeah, I, see, I'm with you as well. I think people pay their money; they can say what they want, and it's just my opinion. Yesterday, I just think when you look at the league, and as, as you said, I think parts of this year we have played half-decent football and we had a full squad and we've had Ali, we had Lemony Evans. We have played some decent football. But the last four weeks, it has been pretty bad. But we are still within that playoff hunt. I just think people can see the future already from the last couple of years. If we lose on Saturday against them, that's, what, five games in a row? Well, I know it'd be bad, but it'd be five to fit one win out of five uh, against them a lot as well, depending on the manner of the, the performance. It gets very toxic very quickly, and then we're down to 16th. And then by the time the season's finished, we don't we win one two games and we finish 17th, 16th again. 
and that Which, for me is a very bad season compared oh, to Will. Without, without a doubt, um, and we and the reality is, is if we carry on like we are, we'll end up at the bottom of that pile that are all within like a point or two, you know, with each other, and we've thrown away a, a top ten finish, you know, and it, and we'll end up scraping down the barrel. Uh, and the, I, I had two mates who come with me yesterday. They don't talk women, and they just wanted to come on the jolly. Uh, they can watch the game, and they just said, "Like, what? What is going? Like, what are you trying to do here?" And they looked at the mid. You looked at the gap between the defence and the midfield. It was a massive hole. So every time Doncaster got the ball, because every time we just flung it up in the air, they won the ball back straight away, and they just come straight cut straight through us again and again and again. And it's just, as I said, Mick Dory's put his scores on the doors out, and I think if you're going to have a bad game, the problem is the last four games we haven't got many players who are getting above six, where four or five weeks ago, when we were doing all right, every player was scoring seven. Uh, and the substitutions yesterday just blew my mind. You're taking Josh Kelly off again on the 70th minute, which he would never have done with Ali. He would never have taken Ali off. He would have trusted him to go do something. But he doesn't seem to trust Josh Kelly for, for 90 minutes. And it, for me, it's not injury related. I think he just doesn't trust him. And you're bringing on Josh Nurfield. I like Josh Nurfield. I've said it before. I think he's a good player. He, he gets at players. But Nurfield's not played for three months. He scored two goals all season and you're putting him up front. And the reason why you said is because you think his pace could cause them problems. OK, put him on the wing. Take Curtis off, who's been poor. Tilly was poor. Put Nurfield on the wing and get him to run and then get Bugle up closer or take Bugle off, get Davison on and get Davison. I know people don't like Davison, but he's all we got at the moment. Get Davison and... Uh, Kelly closer together, Nurfield one wing. You have, you know, I mean, we didn't have much else to bring on uh, attacking form. But Don's vlogs, what did you want to say, mate? Bye, Lee. Good to see you again yesterday, mate. Um, yeah, tonight, yeah, it was obviously it was awful yesterday. We all know that. Probably the worst performance of the season. I mean, um, I was joining in the songs, so I'm not going to be like, I wasn't one of those fans, you know, or I'm not agreement. You know, I'm not always agreeing of the booing. But also, like, we do need to voice our, like, be heard sometimes. And how how do we get heard, you know? Um, obviously, reflecting overall, you know, the last two seasons, we've had to sell our best player in January. So up till January last year, we were 10th. I think last year we were 10th. This year, we are just outside again, the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? To be fair to Jackson, you know, we're all pretty happy, reasonably happy, up to the sale of a sale and up to the sale of um, Ali. You know, so to get your your main glue ripped out your squad every year and try and reset and start again, you know, is pretty is pretty a tough a tough gig if that makes sense. And I'm not saying Jackson's the man or he isn't the man. I don't really know, you know who. But who else is who? Who are we gonna pay for? Who are we gonna? You know, we give the geezer a two year contract. I mean, to go out and sack him now, we'd have to pay his contract out, which is we're not gonna do yeah. it. You know, my argument because you're not just say a better manager would have a style and a system in place where okay, you lose your best player, but there's not as, as big of a drop off if that makes sense. If you have oh. a style and a system and a style of football that's like adaptable, you can you can lose players and still play a decent system if that makes sense. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like like I said, you know, I put a formation out that I would like to see on Saturday. You know, which was obviously a three at the back. I know. Everyone's not all for the three at the back, but it's different. You know, the lineup that we put out was completely predictable on the Wednesday. You know, we could all predicted the lineup, but it, whether it's a lineup that is going to go and do the job was different. We all knew that the 4 4 2 with Pierce and Brown at the back wasn't going to work, but we still went out and done it. You know, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. But I mean, like one fan said to me, like, we were forced to sell Ali. You know, I'm in a massive disagreement here. He had 12 months uh, twelve months on his contract, right? No one held a gun to our head and said, you have to sell him. The money was, you know, we have to look at the deeper core here. Every year we are sufficing the debt. You know, we don't have to sell these players. We do it to suffice the debt. So why can't we look at new ways of, you know, feeding and paying the debt off, you know, rather than, having to sell these players and go through the same fate every year. Unfortunately, that's our, that's our model. Unfortunately, that's going to be our model for a little while and we, we just have to get used to it. So uh, we'll have players that come in. If Josh Kelly 
starts flying next year, there's a possibility he'll be gone within us having him for two seasons. I think Ali, I agree with you. I don't think we had to sell Ali in January, but I think the deal we got offered from Ipswich was too good to turn down. But I would have preferred to wait until the summer. Ali would have fired us, I think, into the playoffs. And, and that's what people were talking about when before Ali was sold. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with George. If you look at other teams around us or around that top four, top five, if their manager leaves tomorrow, they have a style of play that they'll play. If they lose their players, they have a, they have, again, their style don't change. It doesn't matter who they bring in. And the problem we had is I think we had a style that worked with Ali because of the way Ali played, that we're still trying to play that way. But with Josh Kelly, who's a different player. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he sometimes he'll get in behind because of his pace, but he's not going to be strong, big and, and, and chasing everything down. And we've just got, because of the defending and the defence that we've got currently, it is pushing us back further. So there's that massive hole in midfield. Uh, before I come to anyone else, I just want to go through some of the comments. So, uh, Harry, would any manager apart from Jackson play Pearson Brown as a two? Uh, none, of, none of us would. Uh, Lloyd W, we do have to consider we have lost almost half our first team when we were playing better in Ali, Lemony Evans, Lewis, Johnson and Reeves. Uh, Gary Fletcher, hopefully when defenders are back, we might actually find the midfield and they can feed into Kelly. Uh, Brown and Pierce don't even look like they want the ball. Uh, Tim Lloyd's made a great point here. What's changed is Lewis and RJ injured. Everything started and came through them and their ability on the ball and movement to receive the ball uh, is night and day compared to Pierce and Brown uh, and even Barmer. And I think I have to agree uh, massively with Tim now. If you look at Johnson, Johnson was calm. He was. He wanted him. He, he didn't mind having the ball. We passed it back between him and Lewis. Lewis could then go long, but a natural decent ball. And they didn't mind having the ball to feet and stuff. Where now, because of their age and because of where they are with regards to their football at this moment in time, Pierce and Brown don't want it at feet. Do you know what I mean? They, they just don't want it. And, and that's the problem we've got at the moment. I think that's a great point from Tim Lloyd there. And that's why I said yesterday, I think the fans, again, I'm with Kev, you pay your money, you say what you want, to be fair. But I think we just have to be a bit more realistic of where we are as a team when we have got so many injuries. Kevin, what did you want to say? Then I'll go to Sanch and then Adam Hill. I think just just really coming back quickly, Ali's gone. I'm fucked off listening to people talking about Ali, what we would have been and all that. We've we've done what we've done. We've sold him. It's, you know, it's our interpretation, whether it's fucking right or wrong or not. He's gone. Move on. Yeah. What I would say is we all said that it should have been free at the back to start off with. In the last three, four minutes, he actually went free at the back. And at that point there, we actually got the ball up there and, and nearly poked it in the net, yeah. And that was full, like, sort of indication of going, actually, we should have played the free at the back. But he just hasn't got the balls, I'm afraid. He's just too safe. He will not take a chance, you know. And I think what you don't understand is if, we take, if he takes a chance and we lose... Do you know what? People ain't going to be bothered or they'll have a bit of a moan up, but they go, do you know what? At least he's had a go. But it's this fucking thing of not trying something different that drives people crazy. No, I, I think this is where our comms need to be, be much better as well. Because if Johnny Jackson, if our bench yesterday was Sasu McLean, Morgan Williams, uh, and then a couple like John Joe O'Till, uh, I can't remember who was on the bench yesterday, really. I thought it was quite weak. Uh, Davison. And then come out and said, look, I've, I've, I've gone with a more attacking bench because we thought if we could if we could get a lead or something, we could, or we could go down, we could, do you know what I mean, and give reasons and insight. We don't get enough insight after games of why they've made the decisions they have. Like the substitutions in the last two games, the Crawley game was just crazy. And I know what Jonathan's saying, we've been saying about like for like subs and then when he does kind of try and mix it up. But on, on Tuesday, when he brings off both our strikers and puts two wingers on, who one is literally looks crippled still in Curtis. Do you know what I mean? He struggles for 30, 40 minutes. Yesterday, he really struggled. And Gordon, who definitely isn't a striker, uh, has played, what, one good half for us at the moment and doesn't look that interested. You're like, what the going on? And then yesterday with the subs, I kind of, I was on the, I was on the side of the fans yesterday when he made the Josh Kelly sub because I was like, this has just blown my mind. You're putting Nerfield on, who hasn't played in three months and scored two goals all season, and you're putting him on as a striker. I just thought that was just mad. Like before Davison as well. And I know people don't rate Davison, but Davison's a goal scorer. He, he he does score goals. He has scored goals. I know he ain't prolific goal scorer, but he got what thirteen last year. I think he's got seven or eight this year. So if you're chasing a game and you're bringing on someone who's only scored two goals all season and hasn't played three months, that was a big 
big worry of mine. Sanch, how are you? Do you want, what do you want to say, mate? Hello, mate. Um, I think the biggest issue is, can you hear me, first of all? Yeah, can hear you loud and clear, mate. So Doncaster got nothing to play for, yet we're still pushing, or allegedly pushing. How can we not go out there and not put a performance in? I don't mind getting beat, but what I'm saying is I can't stand not performing. I just think, I know Kevin said, but we don't we don't score. It's simply it's as simple as that. Omar started to get a few more, but you know he's getting hammered every week. We we, we don't have a style like someone else said earlier. Because Johnson Lewis aren't playing, we don't play it around at the back or through the midfield. We go long. They double up on Bugle, and and the new guy that's not his style. To, but I just I just don't see where we're going with this team at the minute because we've massively dropped off, and. It's a, it's a big game on Saturday, and if we can't put a performance in, I don't want to get beat by them, but if we don't put a performance in, it's, I think it's going to be quite nasty. Hmm. No, I, I said that earlier. I think, that's, I think that will be the case, unfortunately. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a bit of an There should be an atmosphere. Uh, again, I, I just don't know why the club just don't do something. TFOs, uh, Blue and Yellow everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Make it not just a toxic atmosphere, but a bit of a an atmosphere that this is Wimbledon, we are Wimbledon, this is blue and yellow. Do you know what I mean? You're at you're at Plough Lane. This is what we, we strive to get. And all this but I don't the stuff about we've already won and all that stuff can get in the bin now. It's about getting points because if they beat us on Saturday, they're now secured in the playoffs. We then can drop down to sixteenth and it's just embarrassing now. And and I just don't know why the club this week really have to push it. There's still some tickets on Sal. Uh we've got a rogue ASC Wimbledon ticket uh uh, Twitter telling people about tickets and it just blows my mind. I know, I just don't get it. We really need to be not a toxic atmosphere because that don't help anyone, but an actual great atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? Like anyone see Leeds the other day against Leicester after the game when they were all singing, I predict the riot. Just wicked commentary when they sing uh, uh, the what's it called song? Oh, I forget the name. Uh, we live and die in these towns and everyone just goes, that's what we need. We're going to probably sing Little Lion Man by uh, Mumford and Sons and not, it'll be like dead atmosphere on Saturday. And as I said, I think I agree with you, Sanchez. If we don't perform and they tear us a new one, which I'm dreading, it will be very toxic. And yeah, and and, and, and this is what I was saying regarding the disconnect. We win one game, say against Barrow, and you have all the people that then go, oh, come on, boys, let's go for a beer. Do you know what I mean? Oh, let's have a beer now with one. Then when we lose a game, you have all the people taking the piss out of that by going, oh, I don't matter, we can all go for a beer now. And it's just tip for tap between different fan groups here, there and everywhere. And I'm just getting sick of it. We should all be as one as a club. And as I said, people can have their opinions and stuff. And this is why I do this. If you've got an opinion, good or bad, come and have a debate. But people don't. There's a lot of people that like to do it in DMs and people that want to do it in very snide ways and stuff like that. Well, I'll speak to everyone. I I spoke to uh, Graham Price yesterday on the train home and he said, if anyone wants to speak to me about anything, come and have a word. And that's what I think women need to be more about. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very toxic club for me at the moment within, again, the fan base, the, the board, Jackson getting a two-year deal. Uh, people are fuming about that. Some people are happy about that. Some people think that we're being successful. Some people don't. And it's just getting crazy now for me anyway. But uh, Adam, what did you want to say regarding yesterday's game? Hello, Adam. Adam, you're on mute. Yeah, can you hear me now? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How's that? Doing, Adam? Adam? I thought the crowd, the crowd were like second half, the first quarter of an hour, second half, they were really going for it and really infusing the team. Team gave nothing back, and then we got the substitutions. It was like, what are we doing? It was crazy. You know, we were seeing John Jackson in the blue army for like 15 minutes straight, pretty much. And then we, yeah, then we, and then suddenly he brought he brought Kelly off, and it was like, what are we doing? For goodness' sake! I, yeah, I agree. I think there was a, there was a, a, you're right with regards to the fans yesterday regarding uh, Johnny Jackson's Yellow and Blue Army. We sang for a long time. I was singing it uh, again. I'd rather sing positive songs. I don't like the song "Football in a Library" because I just no. think it's a, it's a point. The song for me, we might as well, you, if you're going to sing, sing Wimbledon songs, really sing. We've got two times out of non-league. Sing yep. all Wimbledon songs. Don't yep. sing about how quiet it is because teams sing it against us at Plough Lane. 
Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Right. And, and the atmosphere against Morecambe and Crawley at home were, were very, very poor. Die, yeah, so right. I don't like them kind of songs. But again, I, I'm like Kevin said earlier, you pay your money, you sing what you want, you say what you want. And yeah, I'll, I'll happily say to you in the pub after or on here and say, look, we should be singing, as I said, this song and that song. And yeah, I, you're right. For yeah. a long, long period yesterday, people were behind Johnny Jackson. Until yeah, until the substitution, I think, and then the substitution is kind of like, then we got what, we no striker and all that, you know, it was, we had no striker on the pitch, it was ridiculous. It was just a bad substitution yeah. completely. And he he used his, and his call completely as to what we, what your team put out. I think Brown Brown and Pierce are too slow. They slow the game down completely. They pass yeah, each other and they don't, they don't they don't get the ball quick. quick they don't get the ball out fast enough. And then, then you, you have um, Bass rolling out to players. And it's like when you're under pressure, it's just like creating problems for yourself. You know? Then you're forcing them, them to hack it long, hack it forward just to clear it out, just to avoid errors and stuff like that. It's, a, it's, a, it's an absolute nightmare at the moment. Defensive no, I agree. I totally agree. And that's why it seems mad to me that we let Ethan Sutcliffe go on loan. Yeah, I don't uh, have either at all. I would have Sutcliffe back. Ben Mason back, Sassu up front with Kelly or Davison. You know, you you've got to have someone. You've got to have a, a a partnership. Kelly Kelly's been changed around. He played five times. He played five different strikers again with him on his own with Curtis with with um Davison on, on his own again. It's just like and then with, with um Tamron else. You know, it's, it's a complete nightmare for him. And he hasn't played played the whole whole game either. How how do you meant to get any confidence if, he, if he's not even playing? It's just Absolutely terrible. No, yeah, I totally agree. I think I think you're right there. Uh, Adam, Thank uh, you. Don's Vlogs, what did you want to say, mate? Hello, Lee. Uh, quick one, yeah, I just wanted to roll back to the model again. Like, the model is just a false fallacy, in my opinion, right? Because you have to have a youth player or a player to roll off your books every year in January for a million pounds. You know, we'll sell Jack Curry, but I don't think we're selling for a million pounds. Right? So when eventually we don't sell a player, what is it? We just have to deal with what we've got and freebies and everything else, you know? I just like when you know, I used to work for Waitrose and when in the recession when everyone stopped investing, you know, Waitrose kept investing, if that makes sense. And then obviously they come out better. Also, like obviously I have my own personal circumstances. I was in a lot of debt. When I was in debt, I didn't have to sell my TV or I didn't have to sell my car. I didn't have to sell things, you know. I, I just had to work harder at the things that I did well and then recruit the money back. You know what I'm saying? There, there is different ways of doing things. Like I said, obviously, before to someone, they said you should suggest it, you know. The bonds we've got with the fans, if that makes sense. If we want to keep the club within a fan ownership and a fan, you know, why don't we sell the 49% to the fans in the bonds? Get the debt cleared. The fans that want their money back, get their money back. Originally, I never invested anything financially, you know, but there would be a lot of chance for me where I would, I would like to invest now. There's a lot of fans who would, you know, and then ditch all the Don's Trust £20 sign up every year, you know, because like I said an MK fan could buy a share, if that makes sense, and, and have a say in our, in our club, you know. Give the shares to the people that put the money in the bonds. Offer them a chance to like, you know, because if you put a grand in and you want your grand back straight away, take your grand back. If you don't, just say, look, we give you this share. This is your percentage. You will have a say in whatever goes on. No, People I, I, are serious, you know? Yeah, I've got a good... And, and, and once, the debt's, once the debt's gone, then you've just got money left, you know? And every everything we sell is within the club, within the fan, within the club. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about finance or finances to say about another bond or how we clear the debt quicker. I, as I said, uh, the player thing does worry me that we one one point won't have a million pounds worth of talent to be able to sell. I think we've been lucky with Vassal, Ali. Uh, I think, yeah, Jack Curry at the moment, if he performs like he did on Saturday for the rest of the season, we'll be lucky to get a couple hundred grand for him. Uh, I still think Jack's amazing. I still think he's one of the best left-backs in this league. Uh, we are lucky at the moment that we do have Craig Cope. I think Craig Cope's done an, an absolute amazing job. Uh, he's someone that we should have got years and years ago instead of trying this uh, Robinson way of doing things, which I think put us back. Joe Palmer uh, uh, and Robinson, unfortunately, put us back by years by trying to change the way football works. 
Joe Palmer put us back years for some of the deals that he has signed and some of the stuff that we are, uh, have got ourselves into. Uh, but I think with the Don's Trust, I totally agree with you. I'm not a Don's Trust member anymore. I, d I don't want to be a Don's Trust member. Uh, but if it, they put it in with season tickets and I buy a season ticket, yeah, I am a Don's Trust member again. And I think you're right, 20 quid. I know people say, well, it's the price of, what, a couple of beers here and there. But, do you know what I mean? Anyone can be a Don's Trust member nowadays. And, yeah, I, I think you're right. And a quick one, Lee, a quick one. Just like if it is the model where we need stellar player, you know, if we're going to go down as meek as we did on Saturday, I'd rather see us going down trying to play with the Sassus and the Morgan Williams, the Kai Jennings, you know what I'm saying? Get them out there, put them on the spotlight, put them on the stage, because if this is our model, you know, we have to be, you know, getting them off, you know, selling these players on. You know, and they're not going to improve just doing nothing. I, I totally agree. I don't, where is Morgan Williams currently? Where is, where is, where's, he, where's he gone? He come back from loan. I know he was injured, I think, when he come back from Woking, but he hasn't gone on loan again. Don't know where he I'd is. Rather, I'd rather lose trying to improve our own players, you know. I'd rather lose trying to improve our own players. But I agree. Like, what's, what's the point of having Gordon at the moment on our bench or John Joe at all when you've got Morgan Williams, uh, Ethan Sutcliffe and McLean? Sasu. I'd rather have them, either them four, on our bench instead of the two that I've just named. Do you know what I mean? Because Gordon ain't going to do anything for me. But McLean, uh, and, and Jackson said before, if you come into the team and you do well, you'll get that shirt. I know McLean didn't have a great loan at Kidderminster. If you listen to the Kidderminster fans, they said he weren't very good. But he has performed every time he's put a Wimbledon shirt on. So, does what? he deserve a chance? I'd probably say yes. Uh, well, I think that's a disconnect thing as well. Sorry, sorry. I think that's the disconnect thing you're saying. Like, Jackson come out and said, no one deserves to keep the shirt or whatever he said or, you know. But we know probably we're going to line up with nine of the 11 that started on Saturday again. Mm. So, I mean, like, you say one thing and then you're not translating that onto the pitch. So, I think that just carries on your point. No, I agree. And uh, I think uh, Graham Stacey's just made a point and we've made it on the podcast. Deer come through our ranks as a centre-back. So, he can play centre-back. And I know it's not ideal. You don't really want him as centre-back. But then again, where's Biller at the moment? Is Biller injured? Is he is he still being like uh, put in a naughty corner because he got suspended? Like, no one knows because again, the club don't tell us the uh, paying customers what what we we maybe should know. Jonathan, you wanted to come back to Don's blogs, and then I'll go to Kevin. Um, I just wanted to point out in terms of the revenue stuff. Um, I think it's important to remember that we are kind of a year behind where we wanted to be because of. Uh, the Danny Macklin situation. I think we're all very, very happy for him that he seems to have gotten some things sorted out and we do wish him the best. But I think that, that going, you know, having that interruption in an MD, um, I think that really set us back on doing some other revenue things that would have addressed some of the things that Don's vlogs uh, brought up. And those are good points. I just, we need to remember that, that, you know, we are hopefully going to get a new, MDN that will start moving forward on some of those other revenue things, and let's keep that in mind. No, I I, could, I, I think you're correct there, Jonathan. A new MD is starting soon, I believe. I don't know the exact. I can't remember the date, and I haven't got it at hand at the moment. But yeah, we have got a new MD coming in. I just think sometimes we do need. I know it's full time staff, which costs money. But as Danny Baker said on the pod this week, some stuff we could really be maximising, and I think sometimes we do use our volunteers too much. And it's great that we do have volunteers that want to come and help. There's, there's people on the board. Again, I don't think should be on the board because we need actual skilled people with actual, like they've had it on their CV or they're trained in certain aspects of, say, marketing, advertising, uh, graphics and stuff. And we don't. We use people that just want to try and help the club, which is great, but it doesn't do us any, any, any favours in the long term. That's my opinion. Uh, Kevin, what did you want to say? I disagree about the stadium. I think the, 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 the West Stand is a massive, great big white elephant. We ain't got the million pound to do anything for the third floor. So that's just gonna that's just gonna sit there. I I, I think we're gonna struggle to get anything out of that stadium, like money wise, to change anything at all. So I think we are where we are with that personally myself. Um January's a shit stack, you know. If we if we look back over the last few years, the Premier League loans you get, I, I, I don't think I can think of one, yeah, that has done anything at all. You know, Gordon's looking like he might be the same. It, it's, it, it's just a nightmare. And when they made the decision to sell Ali, really, that's when they should have gone, OK, 
we've been the season. Yeah, we know we ain't going down this year. We've been the season. We'll get the kids in and we'll blood them and then move forward. But they've they've just done nothing, and that's where the problem is. But the problem you have, Kevin, I said on the podcast, the problem we've got, I think that would have been the case. But because we're in touching distance still of the playoffs, I don't. you can't come out and say we've been in the season off. Do you know what I mean? Because even though fans probably wouldn't be too unhappy about it, saying, right, we're going to play Kai Jennings here and now. Do you know what I mean? We, we're not going to get Bournemouth in. We're going to bring Sutcliffe back. We're not going to bring uh, Gordon in. We're going to play McLean. But because we are literally two points still off the playoff, I know we're two points off playoffs or two points off 16th. And that's how tight this league is. But I'm still, again, the last four games that we've performed horribly in, the other teams ain't exactly been great. I thought Doncaster were rubbish on Saturday. And you can tell why they're... 15th in the league. I don't know how they beat Grimsby 5-1. It shows how bad Grimsby are. But, yeah, I didn't think anything of them. Uh, I didn't think anything of Accrington. Crawley, I thought they just, again, their manager just done a num- number on us and totally tactically was better than Jackson and, and just outmanaged him, which will happen from time to time. But I think that's the only issue we've got is why we haven't blooded some of the youngsters. And But the club should do more to tell, again, the comms. I think someone sent a massive thing earlier to me. I'll, I'll read it out. It's quite long. Uh, regarding the comms, he couldn't come on the thing today. He said, uh, but would love to make something clear. I love this club. As part of my job communication is crucial and builds trust and gives a clear vision of what is that needs to be achieved. As a professional football club, you would assume this was paramount. However, as a club, the communication towards fans is awful. I see clubs pl- uh, playing in the Eastman League communicate to fans better than we do. The questions Jackson is asked before and after games are so set up and don't challenge him in any way. Yet we don't get any insight uh, from any of them, to be fair. We need someone to ask him the tough questions. And I think that's why maybe a podcast, not saying mine or or Reese or uh, Don's on tour, Don's vlogs, uh, Real Don's TV, could go in and ask Jackson questions. And I, I know clubs don't like that because, again, they ask tough questions and they don't they don't want it. They want an easy ride kind of thing but we might need someone else or a local rag or something to go in and ask the tough questions. Uh, uh, selection injuries, contracts, etc. This is not a rant about Jackson. This is a failure as a club as a whole. What's our direction? What's our club philosophy? How do we want to play football? Do we want to integrate youth into the squad? Currently, it looks like not. It feels like the board never listens to the fans and the board who act as the fans are so disconnected. Again, this is what I've said. From the young fans, they refuse to listen and change with the times. Something needs to change and it needs to come from the top and otherwise we'll end up becoming stagnant and have no direction. And that was from Alex Butler. I thought that was a really good post that he sent over to me and I kind of agree with a lot of what he's posted on there. Uh, and I think that's the case. I think we need, we do need a, a direction and we need the comms to be 10 times better. But I've been, we've been saying this for years since, well, I don't know, it's been, been many years now since the comms has not been great. And I get it. People are paid. Chris Falk, uh, he, he's a paid employee, so he's not going to go in there and ask the tough questions. Do you know what I mean? You've got people like Rob Cannell. Again, he's not going to go in and ask the tough questions. And that's not a dig at them too. It just is, it is how it is. They're not going to go in and say to him, why did you make that sub? Why did you bring Nerthal on when he hasn't played for three months? What was the, like, why why was that the case, so to speak? So, uh, yeah, uh yeah, so we, we're going to wrap it up in a minute. I'm going to finish at nine. Uh, so we have Milton Keynes on uh, Saturday. Is anyone actually looking forward to that game? Uh, and do we need to do more as a club? Does anyone want to come in before we go uh, regarding that? Is, are you looking forward to the game on Saturday? Yeah, let me. I'm looking forward to the game because, um, you know, Johnny said that no one merited wearing the shirt. So I think what tactic we're running and what personnel we're, we've got out there is going to say a lot. Um, and I mean, it's a, it's a do or die game. I mean, if we, if we don't, if we don't perform well, and if we don't get a result, the rest of the season's going to look really, really dark, even more so than it does right now. No, I agree. Yep. Uh, Pads, you want to come in and speak? Hello, Pads, what do you want to say? Yeah, Lee, we we got a game on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I've got to go get a ticket. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I said to a lot of people yesterday regarding uh, on Saturday. On, uh, on my way back, obviously, I've had a few Guinness. So, yeah, 
this is the problem I have with the game on Saturday is, again, the club really needs to put, I think the club needs to push it. As I said, I would have yellow and blue flags all in the East stand and main stand. I would have been arranging the TFO. The fans would pay for this stuff. They would. Mm. They would get involved. Loads yep. of fans would get involved in all this stuff. And the club don't do it. And you watch some of the biggest, and it is a rivalry. I don't care what people say. I know some people, and they have their views on it. They will not go to it. They won't acknowledge it. And that's that's fair. That's up to them. But there's a lot of us now mm. who are sick of rolling over and having our bellies tickled by them. And I'm sick to death of it. I hate them with a passion. And I want our team to now go out and show them on the pitch what it means and, and, and actually have a, a performance like Lyle Taylor did for us. And we don't have that anymore. And I just mm. think the club needs to do more. If you look at the biggest rivalries in the country, Celtic Rangers, it'd be, there's blue and white, there's red, white and blue, there's team mm. folks everywhere. We just don't have that. And that really nope. sickens me a little bit. BSA, what did you want to say, mate? Hello, VSA. VSA? Hello, VSA? Yeah, can, you, can you hear me now, mate? Can you hear me now? Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Uh, yes, I'm not happy with the um, performances that have been going on, especially now we've got a franchise on Saturday. But what I think we we need to do is we're going to have to, as, as a lot of people have said it, because we're sick to, sick to death of um, rolling over and putting in inept performances against them lot. We've got to accept the fixture. They, This is the fixture. They love to rub our noses in it. And we've got to say, well, look, you know, we want to beat these guys. We want to teach them a lesson, even though, yeah, we've won the moral high ground. We've done that one to death. But I think we need to grow up as a club. And essentially, we need to take this, take this by the throttle and make that place a completely hostile atmosphere. So even for their fans, no, no nothing that should be brought in, no uh, flags for them, nothing. We just got to go at them and really give them a hard time. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I totally agree. And I think, uh, yeah, you're totally right about that. But the club needs to do it. Uh, they need to push it a little bit further than they do. And as I said, if people if people are on the other side of the fence, then I, I, I agree that that's up to them. I'm not going to tell them, no, you, you've got to be there. If people won't turn up on Saturday, there will be enough Wimbledon fans there to make it hostile. But I don't want to make it too toxic. I want them, I, we have, at the end of the day, we have already won. We have Plough Lane. We have a half-decent squad. We have a great youth set up. We have good people around the club. As much as we moan about stuff, we've got to remember where we have come from, from the Combine Counties too. Of course, League yeah. 1, League 2. Yeah. Playoff wins, Manchester, Wembley. It has been good. I think as football fans, we're very quick to forget the good times that we've had. But we are playing them regularly now. And yeah. as I said, I don't want, like the other day when we lost to them at yeah. their place... I, I don't want to have my belly tickled. I don't want to have them laughing. No. And they, they also don't give a shit that we've won and we have yeah. that more high they, they think well, it's brilliant. The, the other thing is, in, as you, you make a good point there, mate, because we go on about, you know, we've got the moral high ground. Yeah, we've known that. We've done that, death, but the whole football world knows that. But now it's results. People remember results, yeah? And if we can't produce results against these lot... In some kind of weird way, they get some something back at us, and this is what they want. They this is giving them their publicity. So when they beat us, when they turn up, humiliate us, embarrass us, it gives them publicity. Good or bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. So we've got to basically say, right, you know, this is a game that do or die. We're going to go out there. We're going to give them everything, even if it means I want murders out there. Because essentially, this is a team that their whole legitimacy, they've got no legitimacy. And they, they use this fixture to boost their whatever fan. Remember, we want to hit them so hard that even their franchise people in that area don't want to support them because you're not going to be beating the real Wimbledon is real Wimbledon, right? And they need to know that. And we, by letting them win, giving them their little poxy fan support, all that sort of, you know, uh, time to sort of like, yeah, oh, look at that, we're beating Wimbledon. They call themselves a real Wimbledon, but we keep beating them. Then some weird way, they get the justification. And I don't think that, you know, I think we've got to approach this in a lot, you know, better way and say we want to go out there and murder them because they are thieves and we have to accept that. They took our club and no matter all the crap that they spout online and all the stuff, and I've responded to a lot of them sometimes when they come in with their rubbish and you can see they haven't got a brain cell between them. But essentially, you know, we need to go out there and actually do the, 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 the football has to do the talking now. Yeah, I agree. And I think you've got to remember that a lot of their fans don't support, they support other clubs. They support yeah. Arsenal, they support Spurs, they support West Ham, they support other clubs, and they're there just to wind us up. They're there just to wind it up a little bit, have their day out, have their laugh, 
Uh, and I kind of get that, and, and that's up to them if they want to do that. But we've got to now a team. All I say is to anyone who's going next weekend, I will be there. Just stay safe. Don't get yourself nicked. Don't do anything stupid that's <laughs> going to get yourself in trouble. People have yep. jobs. People have kids. I know they that game can – people do lose their heads because I've been there and done it. Just try and remain as calm as possible, and let's try and show them that Wimbledon is in Wimbledon and our team can actually turn up for a game and beat them. Uh, just quick one, I just want to say before we go, Joe obviously hasn't, Joe Mojo does our graphics, obviously hasn't been listening properly. I did uh, say the reason why Jackson, uh, he did, he answered why he bought Nerfel on though. I did say that, I said that he bought Nerfel on because he wanted to get a bit of pace. Uh, but for me, he wouldn't have gone up front. He would have gone on the wing and we would have took Tilly or Curtis off and I would have brought Davison on for Bugle and put him up front. So come on, Joe, listen a little bit better, mate. Come on. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up now and go. Uh, uh, Gary Fletcher's just said BSA, you're spot on. So fair play for that last comment of the uh, evening. But yeah, uh, see you all next week down at Plough Lane for the, the big game. Uh, we'll we'll uh, be back for the podcast next week. Hopefully, we'll be speaking to ex Aussie Women player Stephen Gregory about playing them and what actually the club does off the pitch regarding that. Uh, we'll be back for the debrief next Sunday, which could be quite interesting depending on. The performance and result. Uh, thanks to everyone for taking part, uh, listening, getting involved. It, it does work when people do it. I uh, just want to say a quick thanks to Connor uh, Keenan, who looked after the debrief when I was ill. Uh, thanks, to Connor. You've done a great job doing it. Uh, and yeah, uh, come on, you dons. We'll see you next week. <laughs>